0: Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
1: Yes, yeah, some breaking news straight from the Shelter Footy Car Studios here at Backchat Studios. Uh, Mark Redding has discovered how to turn the flashlight off on his phone, thanks to some help <laughs> from Dan Cons. But we, as we stay in the tech space, um, I want to talk about the new feed, okay? So we are on Spotify, new feed over at Spotify, but I believe... <laughs> Mark Reddings has taken over the control of the Apple feed, and we are still not live on Apple with the uh, Shelter Footycast. Uh,
0: Good morning to you, Scoey. Uh, The only feed I know is just going and getting some uh, hot dogs and a pie and sauce, and I went to... a. I'm not sure about your weekend. You look like you've... Um,
1: Scrubbed up quite nicely. No,
0: you've actually got shoes on for a start, but it's just mm. the black ensemble I really like. Now, I was That'd at a 60th birthday party, okay? Yes. For a mate of mine, Dixie Marshall. and I, about we've this. We've got a fan who's in the mix. Now, Dixie and Luke Morfess, who's the head uh, media... Fremantle. Fremantle. Uh, they've got two lovely kids, Matilda and Charlie. Now, shout out to Charlie, young bloke. Charlie. Who... He's a regular listener to this podcast. Shelter footy cast. Absolutely. So, Charlie's about six foot five. got you covered, six five, wow. um, Loves it. Um, good young lad. Loves his footy. So, uh, to Charlie, um, keep listening, my friend, and we'll uh, hopefully give you some, some insight and some footy news through the course of the year.
1: Thank you very much, Charlie. I did hear about this as well from Simon Beaumont. Now, Simon Beaumont's been on this show, the Shelter footy cast, when I was away in Europe, uh, gallivanting around uh, Amsterdam, wherever else I was. It was a dress up party. Where'd you go at? I uh, I had an old shirt, Damien Martin, who obviously played for Australia. His actual shirt? His
0: actual shirt, yeah. (laughs) Just, wow. Yeah, well, yeah, that's just the way i Very wrong. good. No, well, I've been in sport for 30 years. At some stage, you're going to keep... So you went as a cricketer? I went as a cricketer, one-day cricketer. Had I, the, I, heard yellow... you
1: were, I heard you were looking very good.
0: Yeah, well, I did my best. My wife... Talking about punching above, my wife had, had the tennis outfit on. And seriously, I, was, I looked like some absolute numpty <laughs> with my yellow cap on. She's walking around like a, like Anna Kornikova's mum, and here I am, <laughs> sitting in the corner... Having a having a couple of shelters and just getting myself and I tried my, when I got home just quickly, oh. I had my fill. Oh, I had my fill, okay. and I went I went and pulled myself a bourbon, sat down, and my missus grabbed me by the ear and she said, "You're not drinking anymore," and I got told, "You're going to bed." I don't remember anything else after that. <laughs>
1: The shelter footy cars where we bring you the great news around, and that was some good stuff. So I'm going to be tracing down that photo for everyone listening at home. You can follow us on socials, and I make a promise to you as listeners, I will find a photo of Skeeter and his beautiful wife uh, at the uh, at the dress up party. Now, um, shelters summer of sour that's still going on. We're challenging people to push their boundaries. Any any uh, any sours We're rolling around? At- we well, only gave me one. I've drunk that.
0: So if okay. I get some more under there the belt, go. I'll certainly have a dash. Getting excited for this mm. weekend
1: coming. We are headed down to shelter for a live show down there won't be won't be live for people to come to we just we were concerned uh safety Wait, safety concerns safety. about the popular mark readings is safety didn't have the money for hiring security and you know all that you jazz so, well and there was some you know backstreet boys have been in town so you know they had the security detail so on. we're
0: going to do a show just like this, sitting by ourselves we are it's gonna be great
1: it's okay. gonna be great get some maybe some behind the scenes footage for everybody some Make sure you get a haircut before you come down there, Skater. Make sure you're looking good and proper. Shelter, Born and brewed in Bustle, Bustle and WA. Now, let's get into it. We're talking absolute jargon here. Um, some big moments uh, over the weekend. We had our first look at footy. It was great that footy was back. You and I called the West Coast game. It was good just to see footy happening for real.
0: Yeah, and the, the fans were excited. Um, you know, And for me, the the best part of, of, of the match we saw, um, West Coast Port Adelaide, is just seeing the, the the young faces on you know, new players, and even uh, recycled players, so to speak, like whether it's Junior Rioli, Jason Horn-Francis uh, from Port Adelaide, and of course, from West Coast. lot to like about, I mean, Elijah Hewitt. Now, let's, let's put a, a lid on this, but a couple of little moments. We thought, this is this is a kid that's hit the ground running here. Um, Campbell Chesser, nice signs from him as Jaden well. Jaden Hunt looked good yeah, for Melbourne. Yeah, He's a bit more experienced, isn't he, given yeah. his time at Melbourne. Um, and Noah Long, who I thought was better the longer the game went and moved up the ground so there's uh, there was a lot to like and let's just put it into context it was a, a match simulation no nicknat mm. um with Achilles reckon... He had that. um, There's a bit of chat that maybe Luke Shuey, hamstring soreness, but you reckon they'll play this week?
1: Um, I think Luke Shuey will. It looked like he was doing now. I can't confirm or deny this, but it looked to my eye that he was doing the session that you do coming off a soft tissue injury. So I'm not sure what exactly he was doing, but there was some coverage of him in the media uh, doing a training session right before the ground. We got there and he was finishing off a training session by himself. That was the tick-off to train session, if... Look, just just say nothing's nothing's mm. changed too much in that space since I left the footy club, he was doing a soft tissue injury return. So uh, hopefully he'll be good. Um, the good thing about that session is when you do it, you train the next week and you play that following week. That's what the plan is. So as long as no mishaps, we'll see Luke Shuey. Not sure about Nick Dananui. Hopefully we get to see uh, Ruben Jimby. That'd be good, I think. Uh, from a from a West Coast point of view. Uh, we'll get a little bit more deeper into it and break it down. Um, I thought before we get there, though, a couple of other big moments. Uh, Patrick Dangerfield, captain of the Geelong Cats, with Tom Stewart, as vice-captain. Now, I know as much as I love a backman and I would have loved to see the defender leading that club, it's probably the right call.
0: Right call, no yeah. question. He the, He's a statesman and I saw the vision of him in the, in the rooms talking to his, his teammates about it. I think the 54th skipper... Of, uh, of the footy club got and, yeah. and they've got some great history there in fact an extension to that um, having watched Show Me The Money I think on Friday afternoon on the weekend just finishing that that doco off the fact when um, I think it was Jack Bowes who was doing a tour of the facility and uh, Tom Stewart and Paddy Dangerfield were just showing him through the legends and really giving them a Giving him a look at the history and the success that this club has had, particularly in the last 20 years. They've been just a juggernaut. So, yeah, Dangerfield, I, I don't think one person. I mean, interesting, I saw on Twitter yesterday, Daniel Cherney put out a, a tweet saying, has there been a more accomplished first ever, first time captain? I think with eight All-Australians, obviously a flag, a brown line, might be four F&Bs.
1: I mean, Dan didn't ask the question. He more or less stated, stated. it. Now, Dan, a good friend of mine, uh, you know, works at Code Sports. He stated is the most accomplished. Twitter's a Twitter's a beautiful place sometimes, but if you, you leave yourself open though, because particularly particularly how old's Dan? He's thirty, so Yeah, about my age. Yeah, so
0: to be fair, and it's a bit like talking outside your your era. Know your and shut your mouth That was beautifully done, Dan. That was just outstanding. He must time. just be
1: hovering over that part.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he he can press that pretty regularly. Yes. He's been kind of... No, but obviously a bloke I think it's Red Bartlett came out, Tigers man. He mentioned that uh, Kevin Bartlett, who was named captain, and obviously had a wonderful uh, career prior to that, was something like four flags, yeah. uh, leading goalkeeper. He had a very good resume, which Gary, made you-
1: Gary Ayres was thrown. I saw his name being thrown out yeah. there. There was some. There's been some accomplished non-captains before. That's what I learned yeah. from that post. Patrick Dangerfield's going to be a great leader. Um, he's already a great leader. You can see the way he speaks. I mean, he's been president of the AFLPA for it feels like ten years. He can he can lead. And Geelong, I think, probably made the safe decision. It's like okay, well, like we have a ready-made captain. Why, why overlook the obvious? Yeah, correct. You don't need to make things up, especially in the form there and you know, defending premiers. H- how was um, show me the money? Can you just explain exactly what what it is for people who don't know what that is? So it's it's a. <laughs> The second
0: series, so as was last year, uh, the, the player managers, the countdown, and it was very much this year focused on the WA element of Griffin Logue and Rory Lobb yeah. and Colin Young and the drama um, that, that went on in the last hour and had vision of Colin running in between rooms uh, at the death. To so try they, the deal it's like a
1: focus on trade period.
0: It is indeed. I enjoyed it. I, I get it. But I can see now, if anyone tells me that player managers don't enjoy a bit of uh, – Bit of Hollywood, they they're kidding themselves because uh, Paul Connors, as he said, Paul said, "Look, you know what? Um, we're not curing cancer. It is just footy." But it is there's a lot to yeah. to go into it, and there's I thought it was really well put together. Luke Tanniclyffe and Cardone blokes that I know, um, executive producers, and put it together. It was just I enjoyed it being a footy. Pe- I think you'd mm. you'd sit back and, and have a look. But gee, um, interesting. Roy lob instead of potting. Justin Longmire and the crew at Fremantle with the coaching in the last year, saying he didn't get a lot of love from them. He still had his best years, so uh, I don't know. I'm, I, um, it was interesting to hear it. And as for Griffin Logue, his situation was was slightly different. I don't blame him for for going for other opportunities, right. but yeah, I'd, it was interesting. I put it this way: there's, uh, uh, I'm not sure Fremantle were overly happy with uh, the way they were portrayed. Not so much by the it was what was said, but you know whether. Well, they were happy with what Rory said, oh, wow. and bear in mind, bear in mind, Colin Young is the manager of Rory Lobb, yes, who was then criticising essentially Justin Longmuir, yes,
1: Youngy manages wow. Justin Longmuir. Wow. So there's a,
0: there's a bit there. It's all it's fascinating, but you know what? It's good theatre and it's, it's reality TV. It's, I'm not yes. su-
1: I'm not sure I'm not sure if that is the relationship anymore between Longmuir and Young. Oh, oh, not, oh, not, okay. not 100 I'm not 100 sure. Um, please don't quote me on that, but. I'm saying it on a podcast, I'm sure we'll be. But uh, the, the thing about these documentaries, right, um, taking all Hollywood aside, and uh, you've got to remember they've got a camera and microphones at all times. So what you see or what everyone sees, it's about yes. one one hundredth of what's actually happened. You so, mean like maths? Yes, just like <laughs> maths, Steve. Just like maths. So the, you know, the producers and the directors and whoever's putting it together, they're not going to pull out the, the boring stuff. stuff. Like, yeah, like, oh, Jesus, oh, I love Fremantle, they're a great organisation. Exactly. And, um, you know, I'm really, really happy with how they've treated me. But I've had some issues with the coaches. They take, I've had some issues with the coaches and you don't cop the first part.
0: And I will just quickly give you a story before we move on. That happened to me once. A guy called Murray Arnold was coach of the Perth Wildcats. And I went and got interviews after his sacking and interviewed Andrew Vlahov. Um, And his line was, uh, you know, Murray was a really good coach, but I gave him a lot of credit. But X, Y, Z, this, you know, we think it's probably in the best interest that he moves was moved on, etc., etc. Well, I got to, I think it was Channel 9 at the time, my story was running 1 minute 45, which was quite long, so I had to cut it back, so lose 10, 15 seconds. I cut back the part where Andrew said uh, positive things about Murray Arnold and just left the, the negative stuff in there. Mm. Um, no, no I then context. went to a Wildcats yeah. launch uh, a week later and realised it was, and being a young journo, this is, you know, I think I'm only 20 21, 22 years of age. Wow. Uh, Andrew wasn't very happy at all, and, I, and it was... It was and he's a big unit, and it was uh, quite intimidating, and he was not a happy man. So, what that, did you, what did you, did you apologise? So, or? what happened was, no, I, you know, I wrote him a letter. This is going, I wrote him a letter, so stop <laughs> pen, laughing.
1: Pen. <laughs> pen. I sent him telegram.
0: a telegram. <laughs> I wrote him a letter, say, apologies, my bad, uh, something along those lines. Didn't mean to uh, misconstrue what you said or, or give it in wrong, the wrong context, blah, blah, blah. Didn't hear back from him, but then I went to do a, a play, a, a corporate game of golf. um... And I'd tee it off, and he was the group behind me. And all I heard as I was walking down the fairway is the big Drew giving it the old, Hey, Reddings! I thought, oh, far out. And he's going, you know, all good, mate. Got it. Sorted. Forgiven, oh, essentially. It was but you know what? If you're wrong, you put your hand up. And yeah, that's, correct. that was just my instant, my moment where editing uh, was unfair to the recipient.
1: Very good. I thought he might have been teeing up the golf ball and just, just lining oh, probably you was. up nicely. He probably was. I'm going to absolutely <laughs> tee off here. for. <laughs> Forehead uh, uh, Just quickly before we get into the uh, West, uh, Fremantle and West Coast games Australian women uh, win the World Cup T20 third, year, third time in a row They've won six I, mean, I don't even know they've been six They are
0: superstars And look they had a bit of a scare against India But they beat South Africa last night uh, Beth Mooney Outstanding They've just got every base covered. And there's a nice Perth Scorchers flavour in there.
1: Shilinitsky, the coach. Uh, yeah, they so are dominators. To, yeah. to be that good at a sport, to win a as team. often as they do a team sport. Uh, mate, like, some, you know, men, women. It doesn't, it couldn't, it w- does not matter, will not matter. They are incredible. Like The, to do the gap is closing day. though. The gap yeah, is in women's wow. T20. Like, that, you'd hope so. Yeah,
0: no, it is. And look, the Australians have, have been great. I mean, you think of, and we're including men here. I mean, Australia's men's cricketers back in in you know Ricky Ponning, Gilly's sort of time. I think nineteen tests in a row. They, that, they, that's pretty dominant. They, these this, girls this are is, better.
1: They're better. They're better than that.
0: Well, it's different different formats. But they, you're right. But across all formats, they've been in in terms outstanding, of dominant as a team. Yeah, yes, they are better. Yeah, absolutely. The stand as I say the the competition between the best and the worst in women's cricket. Yeah, is a bit
1: more pronounced. But in terms of results. Absolutely. Still got to get it done. Mark Reddings, Will Schofield. Shout out to FootyCast. Let's jump into the game we didn't see first, Skeeter. Adelaide defeating... What if it's a Fre- Travis Kelsey coming <laughs> <laughs> Adelaide defeat Fremantle. Our colleagues uh, across the road, uh, Mark, um, Adam Papalea and Lee Spurt. Called this one seven seven stages or seven periods. Seven periods, periods. Oh, and they're, they are exhausted. You and I packed up the gear after four. <laughs> <laughs> they said do you want to do six, and we said, "Oh, sorry, I'm we're off. leaving." Bye uh, <laughs> Adelaide Fremantle, Adelaide win, and I say that in inverted commas because at preseason time, really, really important to understand that the scores don't matter, and and it doesn't matter if you win or lose. Although the players do want to win, you don't rock up going, "Jesus, you know, I hope." I hope we don't win this. Don't care. Don't care. You, you do care and you are playing to win. But if you don't win, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, other than, I think, in this scenario, Fremantle, more expectation this year. They're a year older. The group's been together. You've got Fife playing forward. you got Jackson trying to integrate into the team. You've got some moving parts, right? I think a loss to them is better than having a six-goal win against Adelaide. you you sort of go, oh, okay, well, everything we're doing is working and we're fine and we're ticking the boxes. Yeah, we weren't amazing, but we're going to be fine. You get a little loss, right? And again, it doesn't mean anything. Monday's meeting today will be, will be stern. It'll be like, you know, um, there's instances where Adelaide were better than Fremantle. So it's like, well, how do we stop this? Can we tweak this? It, it is a better result for Fremantle as a whole as they look towards the premiership season. Now, again, doesn't matter. They lose, but... Uh, there was some promising signs from both sides. Nat Five kicked three goals. I think that's a positive thing. I mean, he's he's the guy that I think there's going to be a lot relo- a lot of reliance on on him and, and this forward line success.
0: What are we looking at from Nat? Forty plus goals gives it a if big.
1: He's forty. I mean, that's a you, that's a, that's you, a
0: you, again, What have the Coleman Medal the last few years? Let's be correct. honest, there've been 65 you know, plus goals. If
1: five kicks 40, you'd think you'd have at least one popping up for 30, if Mm. not a couple of guys below him. So then you've suddenly got like 100 goals between three guys. So those sorts of players would be Tabernacle, be Schultz, be Frederick, um, be Walters. Like, I would think between those four guys, at least one is kicking 30 and five kicks 40 to 50. Well, I think you're going pretty well. Yeah, I
0: think you also have to, Bear in mind what was seen on Friday from Fremantle. Is, you're right. There's some adjustment. You talked about the ins, but also, okay, Blake Acres gone. How does mm. that play out? I I
1: feel, feel like that's a big loss. And Griffin
0: Logue, that. not so much. But there, there's five guys that they, you know, would have, you know, Darcy Tucker was a bit of a fringe player, but there's still some adjustment, I would have thought, to, to those guys going at and what that means to
1: the team and how how they look without them. Jager O'Meara coming in and, and sliding straight into it. It looks like Mundy's role, like, realistically, mm. inside um, can go a little bit forward. Inspired, but... I mean, at this point, inspired sort of trade. Or... Was that covered? in?
0: Yes, it was indeed. Because it, lo- it was sort it of was a late last in the piece. Meal, Yeah, it? Young, he was talking about that. He said, this has come out of nowhere. And he was, he, from what the, the camera showed, he was caught off guard, as were a lot of people that about it.
1: instigated by Fremantle, you'd think, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Yeah,
0: so Jager, uh, there was down to two clubs, the Giants and also Fremantle as his two sort of possibilities. And... And given what's transpired, they tell me someone knows him pretty well, and said, "Look, just an amazingly good bloke, um, good looking, very good looking rooster. Just well, getting we heard that
1: from Hamish Brayshaw. That's he was right, very yeah, impressed.
0: yeah, very impressed by his chiselled looks. Uh, but also, <laughs> he's just got engaged, so he's got a lot of things happening in his life, Jager and. Yes. End of the day, I think it could be a, a lovely marriage, dare I say, between he and Fremantle because I think he still if he's still got probably, what, three, four, five years left yep. in him, I would have yep. thought. Yep. Happy days if he if he can stay sound.
1: Yeah, I, and I, I think he's been pretty consistent with his mm. body. He did have some injuries with his knee, but it, but I've seen him talk about it. and It looks like he's got that under control. He sort of just slid under the radar, I think, a little bit. Uh, the, the other guys that I'll be really interested in, you know, I mentioned before, is, is Maddie Tabernay. He kicked two goals. Um can he be the centre-half forward that Fremantle Dockers need? Look, not to be not to be 70 goals and win the Coleman. Can he be the guy that takes some attention from defences? You know, we have to pay Matt Tabner attention because if we don't, you know, he kicked eight goals in the game last year against Isn't it? Like, can he be that guy more often than not that takes the better defender? And then, then you get Fife, then you get Jackson having a look at guys – that aren't the team's best defender. That's uh, if you look at teams and how they're structured, and and you know you can have great players, but if you can have depth as a backline, in my experience, the hardest forward lines to to match up on are the guys that have depth. That the fourth and fifth forwards, you can't just have guys rolling off them, and you know if you can have consistent guys. So you know Matty Taberner was in and out of the team last year. Can he be the guy that's in there every week? Just put him on the board. He's our center forward we can put pieces around him you know all those guys i mentioned we can put all those guys around him Taberna doesn't need to kick many goals as long as he's out there and he's a, he's a presence hmm. and if he can well
0: we talked to five kicking 40 for the year potentially or uh, maybe as a as an optimistic number well the, the same for taberno but it's about keeping him out there as well because his body has let him down from time to time he looks like one of those footballers if he kicks a goal early or takes a good mark early he does look like a confidence player did you ever play m- much
1: on him? Uh, who was that? Sorry, Matty Tabiner? Um Yeah, I really liked him um, in terms of like as a, as a forward, he had speed, good he tank, had endurance. He was a good mark. Uh, like any forward, you know, when I used to do research, he, he was a confidence guy. So mm. if you could, if you could shut him down early, you'd be really aggressive early and, and move his body. That that was always honestly like pretty much everyone I ever played on. That That were the things I used to focus on. Was can I be aggressive early? Can I move them out of position so they don't start well? Anyone, if you don't start a game well, it puts the pressure on them. Did you? and Speaking of being aggressive, I'm, I'm obviously thinking physically.
0: Did did some players you think were vulnerable to to maybe to the just lip. yeah yeah,
1: and some guys not? And, you know, can, can, the, you, can you, anyone's that you Buddy thought... Franklin do not speak to? Do yeah. not speak to Buddy. <laughs> oh, he he wants it. He, he's oh, really? big, oh He's a big show. You know, he's but is he, does he chirp back? Yep. And one of the great, you know, one of the great chirpers of all time. And he, but he's one of the great forwards, and he knows it. And you're just in no position of power. You know, it's like guys like that, you, why would you? Because he's just, you know, like, what have you got? Oh, yeah, buddy, you shit house last week. And he'd be like, yeah, how my Coleman Mendel's looking above my bed, mate. That sort of stuff. I walked down to him one week and he was, it's like calling me down. And then he got, I got there and he's like pretending to yell up to the box like, Simo, Simo, who's this? Who's this? I don't know who this is. You send him down to play on me. And he knows exactly who you are. He's one of the all time. But then, yeah, I definitely had guys that I used to target um verbally. Did you verbal th- to go either GF? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah. Yeah. I had Yes. I, I yeah. Long, Wait, that was lo- longer story, but yeah, like, oh, so that that grand final, you know, without reflecting too too much. No, no.
0: But was it was it a pre a pre plan?
1: Um I went into that grand final uh training that like my last game and I would do anything to win. Like like literally I remember waking up in the morning and sort of saying to myself, I will I'll, not I'll die, you know, something. Yeah. but like I will, you know, if I have to, if I have to choke someone out, if I have to, if I have to punch, if I have to do anything, like it was, it wasn't a no rules thing, but it was like no consequences here. Like I will do anything. And then you know, I had, I had a bit of material that came across the desk about Jordan on grand final day that I, I did use, but I've never revealed what that was. So there's a nice little teaser for you skater. Adelaide de- defeating Fremantle. Um, like I said, I wouldn't read too much into it other than there were some real positives from Fremantle and they will be today, Monday, sitting there going, what did we not do well? How can we stop that and how can we get better? And I'd read more out of the way they play against Port Adelaide than they did against Adelaide.
0: Because I think Port Adelaide, from what I saw and we saw, I, I still like... What they put out there, and they had moments where they dominated the Eagles. Uh, they've got the look. They've got so many bases covered. Travis Boat, by the way, we saw that. I think he's been big, cleared of be any serious. From, yeah. So that that was a shocking hit,
1: really I, big hit. I spoke to Jeremy McGovern after the game, and I said, "Did did it feel? Or did it feel bad?" And he said, "I felt my knee go through his body. Oh, I, f- no. I felt my knee come out the front of his chest, like oh. it was just." He said, like I wasn't trying, you know, when you saw his I wasn't trying I was trying to sort of time my jump and at the last moment he broke. you know, really threw his body back to try to body mm. McGovern. And I just mistimed it. And he said, I just felt I felt so bad. Because guys like that, you have a lot of respect for And them. obviously, and you don't want to hurt anyone in a nah. preseason game. And that you could tell he put his hand
0: down to, to apologise. I've got to say, I think it's Jackson Flindell um from the Sunday Times <laughs> West.
1: What a pick. That that's that's a clubhouse leader yeah. for the footy. Media Guild Superman pick of the year. Yeah, it was very good. So, let's get into this game. West Coast defeat Port Adelaide 84 to 76. Yep, they'll play finals. absolutely. They may win the premiership West Coast. That's I've just said Fremantle or Adelaide doesn't matter. Well, West Coast win this game, they will win the flag no, so, just,
0: Tell you what I was I just, with Millsy on 6PR a couple of well, about a little while ago and he he just laughed at your comments about playing finals. He said they'd be lucky to win two games by the halfway mark of the season. Who um
1: they'll be 2 and 0 after two rounds. So cheers Millsy. Um <laughs> Well, who does Millsy go for?
0: He goes for a team that's won one premiership in 1966, and they've got a heap of injuries. Jack
1: Billings he goes to Mexican. St Kilda. Yeah, of course he does. Oh, that sums up Millsy a- and a bit about of free like, just absolutely perfectly, like a St Kilda fan. Yeah. It? but he Seriously. also waxes and
0: wanes between free
1: because he's trying to keep everyone on, you know, on. Board he's also a this. good performer, Millsy. So I'm sure he would have known that uh, bagging my comments about that might have fired up his audience, especially West Coast people. Look, mate, if if West Coast don't uh, improve from last year of course they will I, like there's just no there's, there's, it's actually no chance That's that a, they don't improve that doesn't mean they're going to play finals but, no, but, but I it'll, think it'll, they you're will. being brave I think, they
0: will. I, I think realistically they win 8-10 to 10 games it's a it's a tick it has to be yeah um,
1: yeah. Is, yeah. And is, you're going to need to win more than that to play finals of course but maybe
0: another two more, more wins but I think they're going to be I think you're right there's, you don't have to be that good to play finals I say that with all
1: jurisdiction you win half your games yeah. and you' you're knocking on the door and eh? they they should win a lot at home um I've seen their home draw they've got some decent you know sides coming across but they they should win their home draw and, and then and then they've got to win away from home three or four games away from yeah home. so like uh, all this stuff right predictions are predictions like I could be wrong I could be right who bloody knows but I, all I said I said the radio I was saying my things and people were ringing up going nuts at me and they're not going it's like okay why? Like, why won't they make finals? You know, if you say, well, they won't make finals, why? It's, you can. I can say whatever I like, but if I, if I have some reason, and my reasons are West Coast have got t- effectively 12 new players. They've got five to six new guys, and they've got six guys that played under 10 games. So if you replace your 12 worst on the list with, you know, and these, and, then, and six of those 12 that are coming in are All-Australian, their best and fairest winners, you know, so McGovern, Yo, Nananui, Allen, uh, Sheed, Cole. So um, uh, four of those are Premiership players. Oscar Allen's not a Premiership player, but before he missed every game last year, he was the guy. He was upward trajectory, captain of the footy club. People are forgetting how good he was going to be. He was outstanding in the pra- practice match, was he not? Yeah, he was. He was, was. very good. Uh, on, on a good defender as well in Jonas. And then Nick Dananui. I mean, he's, he's not a Premiership player, but he speaks for himself. He's one of best and fairest, and he's um, been probably the best Ruckman in the last 20 years over a period of time. Like I, like, I know right at this second he's not, but the way he's been able to play for a long amount of time, I just, I don't see how they don't win 10. And if they can win 10, they can win 12. And then he can play
0: finals. Yeah, you're in the, in the discussion for sure. Look, I am concerned about the, the lack of backup for Nick Nat. I know Williams and Jamison, did, you know, were were solid.
1: Can I just speak at that, that, that point? So what we saw in this practice match, a very small sample, holding the ball was called... Yep. You know unless it was a get ball tackled and it was just like no chance it was holding the ball, yeah regardless of if you tried to get out like didn't matter, it was holding the ball used straight away the, the, the
0: dragging in was an issue which obviously has become not so much, but now players tackled they go to ground yeah you're you are it's your obligation, irrespective of how many bodies around you,
1: otherwise you could. we didn't have stats in the game, but I can guarantee you that was one of the lowest uh, mid ground stoppage. Around the ground stoppages. Four umpires. First time we've had a look. I didn't notice them, which is good. They're 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 just not going to be as if they umpire like that, especially at the start of the year. There's not going to be stoppages. They want the game to keep going. They want to go. All right, your ball. Like let's go. Let's keep the ball. You know. And the, the secondary part of that is how fast both teams played. I don't know if not having ruck depth as as an issue. I don't think that's going to be a big issue this year for any team because of those two things.
0: Okay, let me throw one other quick okay. one to you about the Eagles. Are you worried about their... I you know you mentioned Oscar Allen. Have they got enough scoring options?
1: Yeah, I mean, that is that is the big one. Can they get ahead of the footy? I think their best forward line is good enough. Darling, who was not there. Allen. 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 Um, Small forward was Who, who's their small forward? Liam, Liam Ryan. Liam, he, was, Liam. he was best on ground? He was best on ground, Liam Ryan. And he looks outstanding. Liam so, Ryan put, he, but he was also used high, a bit higher, yeah. So they are three. Jamie Cripps plays there. He's he's on first on the board every week, and then you got to get goal kickers. Petracelli. Waterman's
0: got it. This is a D D day year, shall I say, if that makes yeah. sense for for oh, Jake? No. Ja-
1: yeah, absolutely, it is. But like. He came on halfway through the last quarter. But it be- they didn't play him. No. But having said
0: that, apparently, when we were in the car going home, uh, he was dominant in that simulation stuff.
1: Well, up- good, but simulation you know, stuff. How, how this stuff's work is right at this moment, he's not in the round round one side. They played Bailey Williams, Kel Jamison mm. as those two guys. So you've got to slot one of those in there if it's Darling and another one. You need a proper small crumbing forward, which is what Noah Long is. I know we didn't see much of it, a, a, enough of it in the practice game, but. From all reports, that's what he is. He gets the right spots, he crumbs, he defends, he he does all of that. So that's why I think they're excited about him. But, you know, just talking about that without preparation, I mean, they don't have goal-kicking, small forwards jumping off the bench, do they?
0: as opposed to Port Adelaide, who we saw had, gee, they're well served, aren't they? Fantasia. Fantasia. Rioli. Rioli.
1: Rosé was running around. Yeah, he know. was.
0: He, it's probably he's he his touch. Yeah, he and when he had the footy, it was just no wonder he's an Australian. He was just outstanding. They were
1: also playing Horn Francis out of the goal square when he was resting. That was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on like a Tom Barras, and he was marking on him.
0: Tell you what, even I don't know why I look at social media sometimes, but he cops a lot of stick. <clears> a lot, I know that the change, maybe it's North supporters. Yeah, a bit pissed at him, but gee whiz, oh,
1: this that
0: port I he was pretty good. I thought he was pretty so good, and I. I saw
1: socials and they, they were going nuts at him. There was the one criticism, if I could have one, is he, he's still playing like a um, a Under-8? strong kid against yeah. kids. But when you go to Shrug or you, you, you think you got time or you think you can muscle your way through against men, you you can't. And so he got he got pulverized a couple of times and. You know, looked to step when he should have given a couple of times, but that's what young players He's do. He's played seventeen matches. The, and
0: you know what? The the, the, the issue was, set very high th- for him. Well the problem is the number that he went in the draft, that's what that's why this there's, yeah. there's of... If he was picked
1: twenty and he even picked five. If he was if, that's a very good point. If he was picked let's go back. If he was outside the top ten, right, fifteen pick, and he played at North Melbourne for a year, wanted to go home to people would have been like you know, like Jack Bowes. Yeah. Jack Bowes, who's just gone from Gold no no one he's a top ten draft. Pick, no one no one could care no, less. No. No, <laughs> no so one knew about it. Like the... It's a number that's associated and that's
0: you know, and associated, and the stories like the Ice Bath, you know, we we've heard about him, you know, that's part of the reason he didn't play in but look, either way, I'll tell you what, Port um, He's going yeah, be very good. That'll be a win for them.
1: Charlie Dixon didn't play, but he'll come back into that starting uh, forward line with Todd Marshall, um, who was impressive. Had a good battle with Tom Brass again. Um, Jeremy McGovern was very good for West Coast. Elliot Yo was good through the middle of the ground. We spoke about Elijah Hewitt. Um, he did two things. There was one where he was chasing the ball. He ran past two players, grabbed it, changed directions, and sort of shrugged them all off the other way, and he came through and had clearance. And then the goal that you and I called, it was just funny watching it back because, you know, you would call it play by play. And as the special comments guy, you, you sort of meant to give Insight. you... Insight. Well, yeah. And space. <laughs> Don't speak over the top, basically. Like number, one, number one rule like when you're working together is you try not to speak over each other, right? But so, sometimes when things happen, like, he, he, I just... Because I, I was watching him. The play before, remember I'd called just number eight yellow boots. Watch him. So I was watching him and I just saw him do it, bang, tap, clean. And I was wow. <laughs> Over the top. And then he let you come through. And then I, my next words were, ho, 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 ho. I was pretty excited with what, I, what I'd what i seen from, from him. Um, but again, you know, he wasn't, I would say he's not in the round one side right now. Um, but moments, that's what the exciting thing about pre-season for young guys is, apparently he took a really good mark after you and I had packed up there. <laughs> um, <laughs> he... Those those sorts of things, the coaches will look at it like I do. And they, you know, he hasn't had 35 and played 100 minutes, but he's done two things that are that are extreme AFL quality. And they know if they put him in that he's ready. Like, he may not be in round one, but if, if they play him, if he did that twice in, in a game, like, it might be two goals. Like, that's big in a game of AFL footy. Yeah. If you could do that once every week, that some guys make careers on it. And, and I'm sure he's gonna get better.
0: Yeah, look he I called a lot of his footy um whether you've swans in the waffle, uh, even going through the grades there. So he look, having spoken to guys at the footy commission, he's he's got this great self confidence and, and belief and as long as as long as he can, can adhere Long term to to the team aspect of of footy, I think that we know what he's. You can see the skills are there. So just about adjusting, which, as which of, you learn with time, as a lot of young players do, so adjusting from being that elite the player, guy, the guy. To, to okay,
1: your role this week isn't that; it's to to maybe follow a player. Um, Assume it's senior level, though. At Waffle, you know he wasn't the guy. You no, know, he's still a kid when he because he played senior footy last year, right? Yep, that's what he looked like to me. Actions and the way he moved. He didn't look like a kid playing against me. He looked like a young player who had done it before that can get better. He didn't look out of his depth. You no. know, just those two little things. You know, you see young young kids. So, so Noah Long, right, <clears throat> he, he to me looked, you know, not out of his depth. More but more undersized. Yeah, he was just sort of learning what he was doing. He was sort of figuring it out. And as the game went on, he... Kind of build his way in, and when the game opened up, you
0: could see he got got up the ground a bit more. No, look, I I would like
1: Hewitt comes in. Like the first thing he does, he's like, oh shit. Yeah, okay. okay, And
0: and look, we haven't even seen Ruben Jimby yet. Uh, Hopefully, that'll happen on Friday. And for both matches, uh, Port V um, Fremantle and Adelaide v West Coast. I know they're four thirty starts, but gee, it's going to be. It's going to be nice and warm. It's yep. 37, 38 degrees those days.
1: So Thursday and Friday are those games. I don't know which one's which. I think I'm calling both, and I don't know which one. I'm Adelaide's first. Thursday, and then the Eagles on Friday. You should be my sort of PA or something. Well, like I
0: wouldn't that. mind just working a bit more with you. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was good. It was, it was good, good fun. I was, bit, I was a bit nervous. I was, you know what's first going back? Yeah. You are. Well, you, you rocked up with your sunglasses and you know, chatted to all the staff. wanted to wanted Wandering through the facility like he's still you know, wearing the jumper. Um, i'm sitting there I, I, i've actually written out every player with numbers and stats etc scoey <laughs> didn't even bring a pen did you bring a pen no i
1: never do and i always, a I, pen. always I always do something see i always feel bad because you guys have always got prep and do it mind you i think i handle myself pretty pretty well Wow! But, but Ooh, wow 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 special <laughs> comments <laughs> right but i always get there and I never have a pen and I always want to hold a pen. I never write anything down. No, you're like, like Spurry. Think...
0: Spurry doesn't even bring a He brings nothing. <laughs> well, he, he, I'll get to be honest,
1: me. I don't think I bought too much. <laughs> it's quite special, Skeeter.
0: Anyway, footy's coming up this weekend. This will be our the last
1: hit out and uh, we're looking forward to it. We're go quick whip through the other games. Shout out to FootyCast. Mark Rennings, Will Schofield. Geelong Hawthorne Geelong smash Hawthorne best player there Ollie Henry four goals um, it's exciting for them the brothers yes. might be playing a bit together this year although Jack did injure himself hurt yes. his
0: foot might be in depth for it. they need someone for for round one against Collingwood with, with Hawkins obviously out so look, they're, they're trialling people in front of the footy mm, yeah they're, look they're Pretty well served. I'm not sure Hawthorne, with their youth, it's, it's going to be a, a bit of a tough, tough... Uh, They're not year.
1: expecting to play finals no. this year, Hawthorne. They want to get miles into their players. They've got a r- really young leadership group with a new captain in Sicily and effectively a new coach in Sam Mitchell. They want to build together. That Sam Mitchell thinks they have their next premiership side here. It reminds me of John Worsfall with West Coast. Um, we won the Wooden Spoon and he was getting peppered in the media and we were young. And he, he said something to that ilk, like, I have West Coast next Premiership side right here. Um, I know you can't see it right now, but that's what it'll be. And that's what Hawthorne is. You can't, you can't see it right now, but yeah. Josh Ward, Will Day, Dylan Moore, he's a gun, um, even Kaczynski, guys like that. They may not be right this moment, Premiership players, but they will be if they stick together and – they they can be and they'll add to that list in the, in the next Correct. two or three. Um, Essendon Gold Coast. Essendon beat Gold Coast for those playing along at home. Um, I don't have Essendon very high this year on on the ladder. I think they're struggling key position wise. They have Peter Wright, um, who's who's a good player, um, not great yet. Uh, I think they struggle behind the footy key position, and I don't think they have much to support Peter Wright. I think it's been a difficult year for yeah.
0: Essendon. Yeah, I agree. And we're speaking of the captaincy changes, Zach Merritt, Gets the role yeah. with Dyson Heppels standing down. Uh, I think that's all the captains complete now. We've had there'd be nine or ten easily. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, i will a with you. Eston's an interesting Brisbane?
1: one. Brisbane. I don't think we've had Brisbane's.
0: Yeah. Whether well, it's Lockie Neal, um, as, as a replacement for yeah. for Dane Zorko. But that's yeah, right. Bombers, Gold Coast. Um, yeah, didn't see it, but yeah, there's there's enough there from Eston to think they'll. Be improved under Brad Scott, but not
1: – yeah, they're, they're a team that I think middle table best. I think Gold Coast will be better than Essendon yep. this year for what it's worth. Richmond, North Melbourne. Richmond beat uh, North Melbourne with two points again for what it's worth. Uh, the, the person here that caught eyes was Sheasel, mm, believe. North Melbourne, yeah. number three
0: draft pick from yeah, top of memory.
1: Young, uh, young pick, kicked two goals. One of them was with his first kick. Um, people were frothing on him. He, he looks – Good. Sheezle. Yeah, Sheezle. and good name to call.
0: Oh, mate, I mean, we, You know, you not know, like the Sheezles, but the Sheezle. Griffin Logue apparently yeah. was
1: very good as well. So uh, he went to the footy club, North Melbourne, um, with Alistair Clarkson telling him he was going to make him an All-Australian defender. Um, I don't know. if that, I'm sure that's been out there. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. I'm, I know that's fact. Yeah, okay. So they have huge hopes for him. Um, looks like the sort of player, if you back him with confidence... He has all the tools to be a very good defender. So sometimes with these sorts of guys, you need someone in your corner saying, "You know, this is it." The other one with Richmond, Toronto, Hopper in that midfield, that new midfield. I think Richmond's going to be very good this year.
0: Yeah, I mean they've got so many, pre- and apparently Dusty, who's playing a lot closer to goal, just <sighs> he's, he's been through the you know the passing of his father, been through some some difficult times, uh, obviously injury wise as well. But if he is. Afforded the luxury, this is Dimmer Hardwick of of leaving his gun that close to goal. When you think of 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 Lynch. Revolt floating. I mean, if you put,
1: oh mate, that's a scary. It's a scary forward. forward right? And, and then, then they've got the midfield. They've still got the midfield. Oh Hopper, Prestia, like they've got all those.
0: Jay Bolton just doing his. Oh yes, he is
1: your very, very favourite.
0: But there's that. You're right. If they play to their optimum, I don't even think I have got them at eight. I might have to reassess that. But they,
1: they Who? are seriously going to have Richmond in your. Well, own. we
0: had to drop two out, remember?
1: And you've dropped Richmond. Where
0: have you got? Where have you got them?
1: Top four. Top four. I've got them. Top four. I, I did mine yesterday. Maybe we could do a proper one Thursday. Yeah. I've got a full ladder, and they're in my top four, as were Melbourne, as were Brisbane weren't, Geelong were. See, I've got Brisbane in my top five I think their midfields. I'll reveal, be on good. We reveal on Thursday. Carlton Collingwood, two guys I want to talk about here. Uh, Mackay, three goals in the first quarter. Is he coming off the Coleman medal, or is it Kurnow? He is, right? He won the Coleman medal last year. Mackay? Yeah. I think it's Kurnow. Was that the year before? One of them did. Uh, Mackay three goals in the first quarter. Put him in. Put him on ice. And McStay down there other the end of Collingwood. I keep forgetting the Collingwood have picked big pick up, up. Uh, yeah
0: uh, You know, Tom Mitchell midfield, good. Bobby Hill, great. End of the day, I think. I think Dan McStay is going to be so important to Collingwood. They
1: haven't had a. They haven't had a forward like that. had, had one perfect. Kurnow. Yeah. yeah just uh, sort of shock. Yeah. You got, They've uh, had Myachek, who's but, a good player. Do you
0: think not since? dare I say it? Might be wrong. Travis Cloak. They, that, that was top Anthony type. Rocker. <laughs> No, I was just saying more recent times. Yeah, yeah, they haven't had that guy, have they? They won a lot of close games last year, Collingwood, but they're recruiting.
1: Why why can't they finish Mm. high again? I had them them fading. I actually had them fading. So they were top four, and I had them faded out of the four. I might have to reassess. It's hard. It's hard to
0: squeeze these good sides potentially
1: Brisbane defeat Sydney by a fair bit Sydney I have out of the top 8 just for those playing along at home I just think that they've got a few mental uh, things to work through after getting smashed in a grand final and maybe getting getting to that grand final a little early and now the expectations there rather than a Fremantle who performed well last year and uh, you know building they have expectation Fremantle but it's not off the back of a grand final that they didn't make top 4 so they they have something to aim for. Sydney, it's like, we only have to get this much better, but there's now a lot of pressure. Don't, don't know. I could be completely wrong with that. Um, They're always
0: hard to beat in Sydney. That's a bit like, you know, WA team. Yes. You, you expect to win seven, eight, Games at
1: home. Uh, Brisbane's picked up a few people in the off-season. They've mm-hmm. lost McStay to Collingwood, of course, but they've picked up Jack Gunston from Hawthorne. He kicked three. Josh Dunkley. Josh Dunkley kicked two goals in the midfield, dominated. And Ashcroft, is uh, their young the son of a gun. he's in there dominating the midfield. He's playing round one. In fact, he's playing every oh, yeah, game of the year. yeah, absolutely. Darcy Wilmot as well. Apparently, I've heard some good things about him. He's a younger guy. Um, Brisbane look like they've added to their list. People are saying they have the best list in the AFL. They may well do, but you still need to put it together.
0: Yeah, and they've still got to win at the MCG, which they've struggled. I've got them really high, really high. So, uh, at the Gabba, they're going to be so tough to beat, particularly on a, sat- on a Saturday afternoon when it's when it's hot and it's all greasy at night. Mate, they've got – the Gabba's as much an advantage, I think, as playing at Optus, do oh, you, you think? You may as also? well be
1: out the back in a, in a garbage dump there, <laughs> away rooms. like just the worst. Oh, to really? Go. The oh, Gabba. Just shocking, mate. That's like – some sort of chemical smell floats through the rooms. you got up and down stairs. You get tired down there. It's hard work in the in the bowels of the gabber. <laughs> don't, don't enjoy it at They're all. They're going to rip it down, by the way. It's going to be no, the Olympic Stadium in 2032. Be. Oh, that will be good. Uh, Melbourne and St Kilda, the last game. This is the last one I've got to run off. Uh, Melbourne, very good. I have them very high. I think Melbourne and Richmond, for me, even though Melbourne finished second on the ladder last year, yeah, I have Melbourne, Richmond, Melbourne, Geelong. Richmond, Collingwood. You got Geelong going I don't back think to I back. Have uh, yeah, Geelong going back to back. Yeah, look, I, get, I confuse myself sometimes, but I think Melbourne are going to be very good. They played a St Kilda side who I think are not going to be very good. A lot of injuries. Jack Billings, I think the latest with
0: a. Oh, I think they have got heaps of bad, players mate. out for round one. Which, if you're a Docker supporter, that's it, a good time to get them, even though it's at Marvel where they they they'll play with some spirit you think but she Fremantle can get the job done first up
1: gorn and grundy the combination melbourne everyone was watching for uh grundy spent a lot of time in the ruck gorn more time forward than some people thought um will that work on the back of how i think games are going to go that speed they'll get an advantage fr- from center bounce and they'll get an advantage around the ground but I don't think you know having two guys like that who have been all Australian ruckman over the last five, six, seven years is going to be just this massive advantage. golden advantage. No, they, they they you'd rather them in your team than not. Clearly, but I think it's going to be really interesting how they use those two players with the speed of the game. Saw so, uh, Chris Scott come out uh, this morning for Geelong and, and and speak about the speed and that every team wants to have a fast mode. Um, it's really interesting watching games, the modes that teams go through. You know, you get slow when you are trying to slow down the game and you know, take a bit of heat off it. But every team has to have a go. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It's like a go mode. You mark the ball. And we saw West Coast do it a lot. Just get it and run.
0: And sometimes fraught with danger. We yeah, saw one where Petricelli finished off a goal in the pocket and it came through oh, hands, ten handles, yeah. hands, hands. And then you thought, this is going to come undone. But it's the risk element. Yep. But given, as you say, the way footy's been played, looks like it's going to be played this year, you're going to have to roll the dice to, to get results.
1: That's right. We're done and dusted here. Shelter Footycast, Mark Readings, Will Schofield. Send us an email, footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. You can follow us at Instagram, Shelter Footycast. Uh, on the new feed, we have one. Subscribe. You can still get it. We're getting it right now, but we're just giving you a bit of time to swap over. And Skater will sort the Apple Podcast out at some stage, won't you? Skater.
0: Bustleton, here we come. The Shelter yes. boys are heading your way. Looking forward to a long weekend. We might even have a couple ourselves. A couple
1: of hours. You beauty